Big Screen Auckland. Welcome audience, this is, uh, we're going to talk about X-Men, and normally we rattle off the two or three films we're going to talk about, but not today. New format, potentially, that's what the Actually, AGM's lately, for. Actually, we've been rattling off 14, 15, so... Yeah, but as always, we warn you that we're not a spoiler-free zone. We don't make any attempts to be spoiler-free. If we feel like mentioning that the X-Men win at the end, FYI, they do. That's not a spoiler, the X-Men are going to win in their own film, right? It's a prequel, so... Guess what? At the end of the film, they form a band called the X-Men. <laughs> Not a spoiler-free zone. What should, should we do, the movie first or the AGM? This is the movie first. No, it's the AGM first. Oh, really? Because it's going to be all... This is my top ten, motherfuckers. It's awesome. We've said it now. <laughs> no, we can do the AGM first. Well, this is the gist of it, right? Recording's going longer and longer. We're trying to smash these things out for about an hour. Maybe edit them down to 50 minutes. Maybe if we've got a lot to talk about, an hour and a half max sort of thing. How long have our recordings been going for, Nigel? Two, three hours plus. Mm. Yeah, it's been pretty painful. And so we start off with a beer... But then three hours later, oh, yeah. now when I say beer, think of that as a descriptive term for all intoxicants. Mm. So when we have our, air quotes, beer, air quotes, three and a half hours later, we're fucked generally and waffling. As an audience, you can probably tell. Mm-hmm. Although we're pretty clever with our edits. Also because of the amount of fucking notes I take, I try and cram so much in. It's not as though you go excessive on the notes for a movie, you see an excessive amount of movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd call it an obnoxious, an obnoxious amount of film. Because that <laughs> word... see an obnoxious amount. You can use the word obnoxious to not mean obnoxious. It also means like... It's quite a cool word. Not enough people like use it because they're scared of its connotations. It's incredible. He's got a blog, motherfuckers. What's it called? Nigemo? It is Nigemo. N-I-G-E-M-O dot wordpress dot com. Nigemo.wordpress.com Find his blog where he's going to write Well, you fucking tell us Just jumping back it's The big reason I want to cut this down And change the format And stop talking so fucking much Is because the editing time's been taking 10, 15 hours And <laughs> last week's episode's going to take me even longer Yeah We cracked like three and a half hours recording time That I've got to chop down to 40 minutes That's a lot of effort and When it's all drunk Yeah Those of you that don't know what goes on behind the scenes We record on this giant shiny Mac respect apple and nigel cuts out all the because we're not actually um the world's best reviewers <laughs> uh, every clever thing we, online every clever thing we say is preceded by 30 seconds of uh, 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 uh. i liked emily like we cut out that and it comes off as name your film i liked emily me too mm, we're awesome <laughs> that that's what sounds like it's registered. I'm cutting out that mm, we're awesome though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, don't yeah. like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true that exactly. Yeah, they're butchered. I, I I cut the shit out of these things. So and, um, and then we put it them. It takes on. me an awful long time. Mm. So we figured well, if we talked a lot less, I'd have a lot less to cut, and you guys don't have to wade through so much uh, automaton list reading. <laughs> Bollocks. Well, actually, that's another thing that links back to your blog, man. Because it's not as though he's going to start writing all these things on his blog. Just in case you want to know what he's saying, you love making lists. You're a list man since I've known you. Giant lists, notebooks, and then you've moved to digital. Tell me, give us some of your lists. What do you track, bro? Movie ones. Yeah, excessive amounts of lists. I keep a viewing diary with, yeah, many, many columns who I saw it with, when, where, why, what voucher I used, blah, 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 blah. So that's the raw data you could say. You keep a viewing diary. But on the, the blog is taking the title, adding pictures and thoughts and opinions, and making it presentable for the web. Yeah. 
best ofs and shit. I've also got a, a spreadsheet of my five stars and my four stars, and I've got a list of things I really don't want to miss. Like, if this never comes out and it just goes off the radar and it's never heard of again, I want this noted down. Because you'll never be reminded. There'll be no more advertising. It'll disappear unless yep. you've got it written down. Yeah. You divide your to watch folder on your hard drive into, mm. like, to watch, want to watch, already seen, should watch with me, should... Yeah. It's fucking incredible. <laughs> I, I'm the exact, the exact opposite. Issues. So no, no, it's all good issues. So Nigel's <laughs> got a pad with some notes in front of him now, and he scribbles two or three things every movie, like a little sentence here or there, to remind himself. I free flow the entire thing, like not because I'm clever and think I can pull it up, just because I'm too lazy to make any notes. I don't make lists because I just email Nigel. <laughs> I don't track things coming up because Nigel will email me. I know what <laughs> I know what my favourites are. Everything Tarantino's directed. I'm very shallow. Fuck it. That's how I roll. But yeah, Nigel. I've got made a list of my top ten Korean films. Have you got yours ready? Uh, um, the host, <laughs> mother, confessions. Of, no, not confessions. What was the? Um, you didn't really don't have to do it now. Yeah, I know, I know, but I can get like two. I can get like to four or five. I reckon. What's the one where he like puts him in a barrel? They're beating him in a barrel, half-bearing him and shit like that, and he's off buying weapons off drug dealers and shit. Wow, I don't know what that is. He's paid to follow the boss's daughter around as protection 100 metres. She's like a ballet dancer. He falls in love with her. and oh, I'm trying to say Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, but it's not that. I have seen this. It's called... Um, violent, what's the one with the silent guy as well that doesn't speak? A Dirty Carnival? A Dirty Carnival, yeah, yeah, yeah. A Dirty Carnival? You're going to yeah, say it's not Korean. It. What's the one about the it dude is, that... What's the, the mute dude? Uh, no Mercy for the Rude. No Mercy for the Rude. Is that Korean? Yep. Yeah, four. So fuck um, off. Old boy. <laughs> old boy. Oh, I didn't even know that was Korean. How embarrassing. Anyway, that's what I'm talking about. I, I came up with five off the top of my head and they were all embarrassing and too slow. That's why we're totally different. And they're all on Nigel's list anyway because he tells me. Yeah, so much. instead of me ranting about shit and trying to squeeze in as much of my notes as I can on air, having it take way too long because I drink the whole way through it and then lose train of thought. But it's all fascinating stuff. Everyone's going to agree with that. Instead of doing that, I'm going to have my outlet on the blog. I'm going to get that blog back up to date, and that's where all the shit's going to be. On here, we're going to take our time. We're going to attempt it anyway. A reformatting. Going back to the roots, because we don't review films. We discuss films. Yeah. We hate the word review. It's rather than bashing out a five-minute piece on ten different films. We're going to try discussing. We're going to let it flow. We're going to chat. Aren't you excited to be in on the ground floor with this audience? (laughs) Me and Nigel are on the ground floor, but we run this shit, as Missy (laughs) Elliott once said. So, um... But yeah, we'll see how this goes. We've got the Film Fest coming up in a few weeks, so that's going to be another change. Yeah, well, that's part of the AGM. We've decided that... It's still five weeks, but it's yeah, not yeah, that yeah. far. When the Film Fest comes, we are going to record like immediately after each film in the car with a portable mic. Feel free not to come up and say hi if you see us. We will be recording. Um, Do you think that will ever happen? Someone will ever approach us? Go, I recognised you from the cartoon silhouette on your logo. <laughs> Uh, I don't think so. Unless we're hanging out of that new cafe they're making, which I plan to do a lot. In the winter garden under the... Yeah, 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 exactly, mm. exactly. At the moment, we're very free-flowy and we're sorting our shit out. When the film fest comes on, it's going to be the opposite. We are actually going to smash out. Like, one episode might be 60 minutes, 40 minutes long, and it might be three reviews with the world's quickest intro. Oh, not reviews. Three discussions and opinions with the world's quickest intro and outro. and then Because like, oh, once again, we're only going to do the ones that we both see. Yeah, we'll have discussions, exactly. Well, if it's shit, we don't have to. If it's shit, we can just take four minutes to go, and we also saw this, and it was shit. 
Mm. Uncle Boomy, we didn't get it. It's for elitist snobs. Um, and I can, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we could say something like that. But the good ones, we will we will review. And we might do. Um, it might take us two days to load up enough to fire out. We never got spare time. We'll just fire some off. We might see five in one day, and you'll get like a special that night. So your uh, Apple iTunes download should be going medieval on that week. Unlike right at the moment, which has been literally three weeks to the day, uh, a month to yesterday. Since oh, the know. last one was released on iTunes, a that month. Was, I think the seventh of. Man, we almost need to email Since our subscribers May, and tell them we're June. still going. <laughs> yeah. We've got two under our belts, though, in the editing room. Yeah, totally. Two under our belts and one online in seconds. Seconds, people. Well, five weeks ago, by the time you listen to this. <laughs> this is awesome talking in the future. Yeah, so the film fest is going to be, we're going to be smashing that shit out. With mm. maybe a bookended, like a big special episode where we discuss the brochure. And maybe a big special episode where we review the whole fest. And Bill Gosden might even grace us with a, a chat again. He said it was a pleasure talking to us. I'm sure he meant it. Yeah, why would he lie? <laughs> That'll be the film fest. And then we'll go back to Wafflin. The idea is that we're going to get them to you super fresh. So if you're in the rest of the country and you listen to us review Auckland, like a week after Auckland finishes, Wellington starts, so you'll know what's good or not. There's often two or three screens at the film fest. We see something awesome Thursday. This shit goes up Wednesday. You download it Thursday, listen to it Friday, and the second screening is on the following Wednesday. I think it's like four days. So it's not a bad plan. Be with us. It'll all be um, straight to the point. The reason I didn't like doing Thor straight after the screening was that I didn't. I hadn't got all my thoughts in order yet, mm. and we were all over the fucking place. Oh yeah. Did we see Thor straight away? Did we come back and record? Yeah. Possibly the same with Source Code and Moon. I think. Yeah. We yeah. tried it a couple of times, and I've decided that doesn't work. You need a day for it to sink in. Me to make notes. So it's going to be weird, and these aren't—they're not going to be as good. But yeah, at the fest, you'll just—you will be trying to get the fest movies out to you as fast as we can. As for now, though, we're on the go slow, the lean back, the chillax, one could say. Yeah, bro. Nobody ever says chillax anymore, right? That thing came and died. I had a flatmate who swore she invented that word. <laughs> Was adamant. No, chillax, that's mine. I came up with it. Everybody and looked around the room and like someone agreed with her or something. I was like, you didn't because like it's in that movie we're watching, which is two years old. <laughs> yeah. Right. Fuck it. X-Men. Yeah, you're done on the AGM. Actually, not that anybody listens to us, but if you did, you could email us back find us somehow shit it can't be that hard the iTunes thing you pull it down from has a link to Nigel's email and I've said my Twitter is CoreyNZ anyway let us know what parts are boring or if something was really good that we said once and we consider like incorporating it into our free flow I don't like that word too many R's and L's and F's X-Men I want to know your thoughts because I had it as top 10 I was looking forward to this shit when we did our top 10 of 2011 or looking forward to most of 2011 I had it in there I was looking forward to this and you were looking forward to it perhaps because it had Fassbender and I had this idea in my head someone in Hollywood had thought why don't we try and take one of these superheroes we're doing them one every fortnight now anyway why don't we take one of them and try it with good actors who can put in like exciting performances and see what that does yeah so I was looking forward to that and this didn't have Storm and Rogue and Wolverine really the ones we know from the cartoon this didn't look like it was for the general audience so much it could go for them but we're going to have good actors playing people you don't know yeah. most of them like fucking Darwin and Azazel and shit so this one I was hoping it was going to be a bit of an acting fest as well why can't you put superheroes together with acting extravaganzas that's what I was wondering and I thought they're going to fucking try it with this one because they put Michael Fassbender and James McAvoy in the leads as 
Magneto and Professor X. What about Batman? Christian Bale and Morgan Freeman and... Oh, I couldn't think of that. Well done, well done. But that works though. Let's see if they tried to pull it up to a Batman level because yeah. they put all these good actors in the front. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't do anything like that. I'm not saying that it even had that idea and tried for it and failed. I'm just saying I thought, I wonder if they're doing this. Yeah, no, they're not. Your own little experiment. Yeah. No, they didn't reach a Batman level. Absolutely. No, and these actors, Michael Fassbender, we loved in Inglourious Bastards, Hunger... Fish Tank, Centurion? No, we didn't love that. <laughs> Fassbender's Magneto, yeah. James McAvoy from Bright Young Things, Stephen Fry's only movie directors. I was thinking Last King of Scotland. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, who we adored in Winter's Bone, played Mystique. Uh, Kevin Bacon was in there. Oliver Platt was in the support cast. There was... I thought this was going to be an acting masterclass yeah. with a good story that will feature music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for a start, that was wrong. That's yeah. not what they were after. And if anything, I've been put off Jennifer Lawrence. Yep. Uh, yeah. I thought after Winter's Bone, she can do no wrong. Yeah, well. Blue breasts don't cut it for you? I think she was terrible. Just to sneak in here, I read that the guy... Um, oh, first, yeah, I, like, I do like a bit of background. The director is Guy Ritchie's producer from Snatch and Lostock and Two Smoking Barrels and, and those sorts of films. And remember they... Kismith plays him and Moja plays the producer and they do their British accents? Oh, Guy, I just... Just want to talk to you about maybe being a director. Fuck off! Oh, right, on Smodcast. <laughs> yeah, no, I really like that bit because I never knew that story. I was like, oh, thanks, Kevin and Scott Mosier. You explained to me that Guy Ritchie's producer is now a director. Anyway, he did Layer Cake was awesome and he did Kick Ass, <clears throat> which I particularly didn't like. I never finished it. I really should rewatch it. He's, he even described it as a film that you watch the second time and go, oh, I get a lot more from it. So now I, should... I go against him on that. I watched it with Gemma, fucking adored the shit out of it. Then we watched it again because we're like, that worked as a comedy as well as an action film let's watch it again and take note of these jokes yeah it didn't work so well the second time i watched it i got halfway through and thought this is not working full stop especially it's terribleness of it <laughs> so i stopped anyway he had the opportunity to direct x-men 3 and he said no um, which people are universally panning actually i didn't realize that was hated x-men 3 the third one yeah um, i get confused with that series because different people hate different ones but i think yeah x-men 3 is the sort of popular one to hate on from last week it was obvious that Wolverine was the one you loathed. Did I say that? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like Wolverine. You said three were awesome. The other one is just forget it. Please don't mention it ever again. Wow, I can't remember. I must have been having a lot of beer. Um, <laughs> no, I liked one, then I liked two, then I liked three, and then they made Wolverine. But it appears that like people liked one and two, and then nobody liked three and four. What's the difference? What did you hate so much about Wolverine that the other ones didn't have? I, yeah, I don't know. Not enough X-Men. I mean, the backstory part was all right, but then the second half of the film where he runs around and kills people, just seemed a bit weak. They introduced Gambit. Don't know. Hard to put down. I mean, I went and paid at the cinema. I probably watched it again on DVD. But if I'm rating them, it's the fourth. It was Gambit, um, Sabretooth. It had um, Deadpool or whatever his name is. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good compared to other bad comic book slash superhero movies. But the worst are the X-Men ones. Okay. I'll just mention what I like about the others and that'll naturally drop to the fourth. I don't need to hate on it for it to be down there. But um, I do hate on it a little bit. But I haven't seen it in a while. I can't remember why. Nothing to do with him. Hugh Jackman, right? Why did you like the other one? It's fucking awesome. No, really good. I like X-Men movies. That shit's clever. Having mutants. I mean, there's no soundtrack like the 80s one. Was number two the one that ended up in the top of the Statue of Liberty? That was a bit weird to me. But they're definitely my favourite sort of comic book films. I like them more than the Superman, Spider-Man series. I like Iron Man 1 and 2. I like more than the X-Men franchise now. What about, like, compared with, you know, Hellboy, Constantine? Constantine's a one-off, so in my series versus series battle... Oh, right. You're subgenreing again. No, I just started now with a series versus series. I'm like, the X-Men series, I'm not going to compare Spider-Man 1 versus X-Men 2. As a series, the X-Men films, 
I've enjoyed more than the Spider-Man right. films. Not as much as the Iron Man. So maybe I'd go Iron Man series, then um, X-Men series, then Hellboy series, perhaps. But anyway, the rest of those films you mentioned blew my mind last time, so I can't even recall them now. But if you could mention them now, and I didn't even put them as comic book superhero movies, it was... Yeah, I think we didn't specify last time, that's why I went way off track. Because you were like, shit, like 300, and I was like, oh yeah, well of course, that doesn't count, that's incredible. And you were like, well, you know, something else. And I'm like, well that doesn't count, because that's, that's, actually, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. actually an awesome movie. Like, if it doesn't start with that Marvel flicker... Which is a great yeah. logo. Did you like Brian Singer's logo? You don't see it that often. It's the silhouette of... Yeah. I didn't make that connection, actually. I saw it and thought, that's weird. Why would you steal that from a totally unrelated movie? How bizarre. Oh, right, I yeah. didn't even click. Did Brian Singer have something to do with this one? I think he wrote it, or he told the writers what to write, and he was a producer or executive producer. Yeah, he stayed close to the helm with this one. Oh, okay. He walked away. He did one and two, I think. Walked away from three. Gave four away completely. I don't even think the studio asked his permission. I think they just went off and made it without. Him. This is all fuck. I make shit up. This Double is got Wikipedia. They don't care what. You yeah, say. totally. They can double check. Hey, hey, say exactly. I think with this one, he came back in and was like, "This is how it goes." I want oh, to okay. do this. Yeah, I, I think he stopped to go do Superman, which he has a love for, as opposed to X Men, which he was doing. Like, he's clever though, Brian Singer. When you think he should do just like apt people and then um, bloody usual, usual suspects, then he does superhero movies and stuff like that. What a crazy cat! Mm. And then that Marvel flicker—that's what I classify as a comic book movie. See, that's why the Batman's don't make it in because they're DC. Oh my god, I totally forgot about Batman. You forgot about it last time as well. You forgot you'd forgotten about it. <laughs> well, that's because they're good. You see what I mean? No, Batman's way at the top of that list then. Ooh, Batman versus X-Men. Is that where you're taking this show? <laughs> no, 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 I'm just I'm just getting confused. Anyway, to way, way, way back, the director, I read something today. Slash film interview with him, Twitch interview with him, I can't remember what it was. I really wanted to make a Bond film. I love all that 60s espionage shit, and I wanted to really flesh out the Nazi hunter aspect of Fassbender. And um, at that one stage where he like, swims up on the boat, pulls his diving knife out, submarine drops from the boat <laughs> in the cinema I was like Bond film mm. nice so yeah should we dive into opinions I'll tell you what I thought haven't we already done it when yeah, you we explained sort of half an hour ago <laughs> top 10 and the best ever no that's what I said I put it into I haven't said it's top 10 of the year I apologise no it fits in nicely it's higher than the other X-Men films I really liked it it won't be top 10 of the year or anything it wasn't the Batman of 2011 but um I like what they did. I like... They, they really did try hard on the origin stuff. Focused enough on each one's backstory. Because the first half of the film where he's flipping around England and stuff, you know, getting his degree and being charming and when the other guy's being all anger, it was quite a good forming of, you know, each one's personality, which we all know much later on. Magneto's mm. is a bit of a hard bastard and Charles is a bit of a softy, softy, nice guy. Then Jennifer Lawrence becomes like a teenager and starts moping a bit. Then I thought it went downhill when they shoved her in a room with the other seven kid mutants and it was like watching babysitting. I didn't like any of the others. I didn't like flying stripper girl on a flight. I did. I, liked, I had one of them. Oh, okay. Well, I'm generalizing now. That was the part of the film I didn't like. I liked it when it followed Magneto and Fassbender. I fucking loved Kevin Bacon in it. And at the time, I couldn't help but thinking, this is how he does This is how he stays. The oracle of Kevin Bacon. This is how he stays connected to everyone else on the planet by six degrees because <laughs> he pops up and does a film with everyone in it now he's two <laughs> degrees away from everyone and the game's just getting easier and easier everything tarantino's ever done like yeah you dive in with this and he just goes done he's got so he's got all that shit it's incredible do you think that's how he picks roles mm. 
Totally. He's like, I've got this blank spot on my seven degrees. It sorts six degrees. It sorts it out for him. He's like, give me all the fives and fours. All right, Fassbender, eh? <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence, eh? Totally. He was really good, although I couldn't figure out how he was going to start as an old Nazi and end up still in the film. I should probably jump in here mm. with an apology for last week when we said we're going to see this. Mm. And I said, Kevin Bacon's in this. And he's playing a non-mutant. How interesting is that? Apologies. <laughs> well, that's what it sets it up as. You don't find out until halfway he is. So you can't be blamed for that mistake. Oh, right. Even Chiaki didn't quite get it. She was like, is he a mutant? the whole way through was he the Nazi guy or did he like clone himself I'm like eh, he's the Nazi guy <laughs> it explained it I absorb mm. energy and get younger mm. and it showed that quite well and he had his little cravat on and shit like that all the sets I, I did like all that 60s stuff man the girls in the um, stockings and shit and the sets the luxurious lounges and things like that and I like the tie in with the Cuban Missile Crisis shit was like um, you're not a history buff but yeah it was barely touched on so if you did, weren't a fan of that then it didn't matter mm. no I liked it all it was very good that's your opinion you liked it all except for the other parts that uh, devil dude what was his name Azazel and Ice Girl maybe it's because I don't know them as mutants I thought of myself as quite a bit of an X-Men fan oh really you knew anyone in this movie who I knew Magneto Professor X and Mystique oh yeah totally that's what I'm saying I didn't know any of the others oh so you, you didn't like any of the I others I thought of myself as a bit of an X-Men fan what I'm saying is I didn't like those other characters I didn't think any of those kids could act I didn't like oh I knew Banshee I'll give myself top credit oh, for yeah. that but I didn't like the actor that played him but then I, to cover myself in case I sound like a hater I'm like but then again I thought I knew a lot of mutants I thought I was an X-Men fan and then I'm thrown in a movie where I know none of them and I came out liking the ones I knew. Maybe I'm that shallow. What do you think of that movie? I liked all the X-Men I knew. Beast was there, and I didn't particularly like that guy. It wasn't too bad. Pat knew, you know the guy with the chest blasting thing? He's Cyclops' brother, apparently. Yeah, I'm not an X-Men dude. I watched the cartoon. I don't remember any of the movies, and I haven't read any of the comics. Actually, I used to collect Generation X, which was terrible looking back. It's one of those embarrassing things you do when you're a child. It was all about fucking Jubilee and shit. I kind of agree. I thought it was really, really fun. I didn't have a lot of problem getting into it. It was very easy to get into. There was this fucking a shit ton happening. Yeah, a lot move, happening move, constantly. Move, move, move. Yeah. I like that, though. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. When it was an origin story, they tried really hard to give you origins for everything. Mm -hmm. They were setting shit up. They were showing the bellbird. They yeah. were... I didn't like as much all Magneto's backstory and everything. Oh, you didn't like that scene in the Argentina bar? Yeah, that was all right. That beer looked delicious. Can you the remember whole... that? It was a beer, yeah, I recall. Tall glasses. Yeah, it was all like golden and shit, and the light was coming through it nicely. No, that whole Nazi thing, it killed his parents. I thought that was all pretty badly made, actually. I thought that kid in particular, young Magneto, was fucking awful. He was possibly the worst actor in this. And he gets angry, crushes the guards, fucks up the studio. Uh, make him laughs maliciously. Thing. It was, this is what we need from this scene. Let's do that. Yeah, but what if it's a terrible scene? This is what we need from this scene. Yeah, his screams of rage weren't that exciting. Boring bullshit. Yeah, I got quite far into this movie just thinking, ugh. Not interested at all. Charles, Xavier. I like that they made him like hitting on uni girls and stuff. That was kind of cool because that's not the Professor X we know. Like yeah, he's totally. such a fucking square. And he but does that yardy and that, you know. Yeah, yeah. They did kind of liven him up. But we know where he's going. And before the, well before the end of the movie or even halfway through the movie, he had turned into that total square, which I think is just a dull character to spend any time with. Him just constantly saying no to everyone. Right, just... the second half. Yeah, once they sort of um, invaded that Russian's house, I was like, get in there. Yeah. Magneto's anger and stuff I don't think was handled very interestingly at all I think a lot of stuff was really wasted oh, yeah. could have gone a lot better oh, no, I didn't get any of that so I preferred not to be spending time with Professor X and Magneto really even though I love both actors 
Yeah, actually, I've got a total flip of what you said. I went in there for Fassbender, McAvoy, and Jennifer Lawrence. That'd be the three I'd pick on. I thought the other kiddies dragged Jennifer Lawrence down, and she should have been... I don't know if she wrote her own script or whatever, but all of her lines were the worst. They gave her nothing. We know Mystique to be one of the coolest mutants, and they gave Normal. her... Normal. Every word she said was just like, oh, that's my new worst line in this movie. Yeah. She was awful. I thought the other dragged her down. Someone wrote her that story. Let's give her a backstory about how she doesn't like her looks, but she can actually choose to be... Yeah, anyone she wants. So that's but awesome. only spend enough time with it just to tick those boxes. Let's not actually make it a real character mm. like they would in a Batman movie. Yeah, until the very end when she walks off. No, I didn't. Uh, she didn't impress me at all. The rest of the kids certainly didn't. I blame her on. Like, the writer's like, cool, who gets off to go and have fun? Who gets to stay behind? And the people that were allowed to have fun were Magneto, what's-his-face, Moira McTaggart, who I'm positive was Scottish in the, uh, everything else we've seen. Yeah, in the cartoon, she was based in the Scottish Highlands. Yeah, yeah, totally. And the Diamond Girl, like, they were all allowed to be off having action, and Kevin Bacon, whereas the rest were told to stay behind and worry about themselves until yeah. the last minute. So then they got a training montage, which was fine. Then they got, um, we got Beast's origin story. Everyone's origin story is really packed in there. Shit I was enjoying was like, we have to wear these, and then the original X-Men blue and yellow suits. That how gaudy they looked and shit. I was like, nice. They've actually done that. I mean, yes, I like them too. They've already done that in an X-Men movie though. Have they? I'm sure Wolverine said before, do we have to wear these? They were jumping out of a plane or something. Oh, I can't remember that. Maybe. Maybe it is a direct homage or copy. So the gate scene as well, man. At the very start, that boy being dragged away and tearing the gates open. I'm positive, and I'll double check, that we've seen that exactly shot for shot almost with the guards all trying the mud slipping and then up unless they had it in the trailer years ago have I seen the trailer and I'm that retarded if it's in the trailer that's what I'm thinking of I don't recall the movies they're the first four well enough to know that fuck maybe I'm retarded maybe it was the teaser because now that I as, I as I use the word shot for shot I'm like yeah shot for shot Oh, it's the same shot. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Fassbender disappointed you. So Didn't disappoint me. They came in, they did their jobs, and they went home. Did you enjoy the comic book film aspects? Some that parts of it, yeah. There was heaps of... Uh, I actually shit, really the liked the... I liked the bits you didn't like. I liked the stuff back at the school. I really liked meeting all the kids. Some of the kids were terrible, agreed. But I was a big fan of the Banshee guy. I don't know where I know him from, but man, I thought he was awesome. Um, and that stuff with them showing off the dialogue and stuff was free crap but that's the exciting it's those Ocean's Eleven Fast Five sort of let's meet the team I really go for those some of the mutants were just shit that angelly girl was what yeah. a crappy mutant yeah she can spit like someone gets a spit who designed from... that Stan Lee or whoever designed those doesn't someone get it like square in the head and he's like ah oh. like her biggest weapon is to fly over you and spit at you and when someone gets hit directly in the brain they fob it off did no. it on the statue and didn't really help Oh yeah, maybe the statue, that's true. But stuff like that, I really liked. I do like the big lineup of mutants and learning their little bits and pieces. That was all really cool. Yeah. But it was they were really cut out teenagers, unfortunately. Except for Banshee, I thought. Like, he was a likeable character. He was scruffy. He said what he thought and stuff without put on a gruff act like Wolverine would or something. Or Cyclops. But what about Cyclops' brother? Like, why'd they cast that guy? Because he looked like he was photoshopped? Chest piece guy. Who mm. likes that? Oh, Americans. Do they? Is that what they like? I'm positive you're in the minority there yeah totally which is why they put funny looking people in comedies and the other one was Azazel I really loved Azazel oh yeah. everything he did that smoke and stuff was animated so well and the way he'd warp up into the air and drop people and stuff and when he had that one agent and he was doing the peekaboo thing with him he had him up with his tail and he was putting him oh yeah 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 
go and shoot me yet. No, the one that really annoyed me was the the diamond. Man, it looks so terrible. Oh, her. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I couldn't figure out how they'd done it. I just... Yeah, I hated it. She might be drawn that way. Who knows? Don't excuse it. No, yeah. I didn't notice too much. I, I didn't th- enjoy that. So, yeah, most of the kids were annoying or whatever, and I didn't find much interest in Professor X and Magneto. Yeah. But, yeah, there was enough in there. There was more... Like, I've got lots bad to say about it, but it just sort of didn't have that feeling from it. I came out, like... That was really fun. Miss Hazel was awesome. Banshee was awesome. Very cool. I've got a good points column and a bad points column. My bad is way fuller than my good points. Oh, However, I'm still pretty cool. Oh, crazy. It's incredible that you're picking the, the exact Why, why didn't you like Banshee? Yeah. Don't know. I thought he was a scruffy looking, bad acting, didn't like his face, didn't like his uh, character, didn't like his and his mutation especially actually, which is not his fault, but like he screams, that's his thing. Maybe that's how he was drawn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Irrational. Irrational hate of him. Azazel I thought was, the smoke was fucking awesome, but he was a little bit too invincible. I know they all are. He certainly had the best takedowns. But they overcame it. They worked out how to How'd they do that? Like, didn't Beast, what did Beast do? Drop you them didn't on like him because he was too much of a challenge? Yeah, one stage he's on the boat, he teleports them up high and Beast grabs him, like, digs his nails in or something. Grabs him and said, if you go, we go. It grabs everyone. You're in this fall with us now. And if you save yourself, you save all of us. Yeah, but I couldn't figure that out because why he teleports away from that grip. Whoever he's touching teleports with him. Kevin Bacon and stuff. I know they were using him to do that, but I thought he would, like, ah... I get it, I get it. I thought he was teleporting to above the land and then to teleporting away, but he was teleporting above the land. Then let him go, go and then, then teleporting teleport. away. Yeah, yeah. Ah. But Beast was cleverer and stronger than him. Yeah, no doubt mm. he was. Much cleverer, actually. Which, that was, um... Which Hank McCoy was meant to be. Yeah, Hank was pretty good. Buddy oh, Holly. Um, oh, yeah. No, Azazel was played by... I can't remember the dude's name now, but that's that Ginger guy. Jason Fleming. Azazel was played by Jason Fleming from... Actually, he was in uh, Lockstock. Oh, yeah. The a, tall, a British dude. ginger guy, the main guy. He would have worked with me. Maybe you've half convinced me on Azazel, but at the time I was thinking, look at this guy, he takes down the entire army, then he takes down the entire FBI, then he takes down the... Yeah, no, I like that they got him at the end. I suppose I base a lot of my uh, review when I watch a movie about my favourite sort of people, based on who covers my favourite sort of people. So, I like Magneto and Professor X because I knew them, although Mystique was a little bit bleh, but I've never really liked her as a mutant full stop anyway, even in the other films. Like, Did you like Magneto and Professor X? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. I like them. What do you like about Professor X from any format? Character or, or yeah, actor? From any format. Any Why don't you hate Professor X in everything you've ever seen before? Oh, it's because he's not written to hate, is he? I mean, he's awesome. He's the, he's the boss. I hate him. So. Oh, you've never liked him? No. Ah, right. Cool. character. I suppose he's yeah, never been a like? character before. So you haven't had to worry about him too much. No, he's pretty good. He gets in there and saves the day. And he's very strong in the mind and that. I thought they showed that really well. I thought they did really well on both him and Magneto's character. I don't know. The effects, um, yeah, man. I dug it. Yeah, it was fun throughout. I thought the only effects that really pissed me off, actually. I thought all the Kevin Bacon shit was awesome. His, his hands and shit. Beast's transformation. How'd they do that foot? It looks so good. Where it shrinks back into human and then expands back out to beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like he actually, there was like no CG in that. It yeah, that's like, true, that's true. That's, I didn't, it's actually happening. Yeah, I didn't notice it. It was buzzy. I thought when the submarine rolls, I thought it looked rather light for a second there. Yeah, yeah. They tried to do that, let's do it super slow-mo, so we don't need to have, you know, when you do something super slow-mo, you don't need the weight behind it, because it's... Yeah, you don't need everything, doesn't need to react exactly correct. Yeah, and they did it sort of semi-slow-mo, but not, and... But no, I, um... Yeah, man. It was smashing, smashing. The fucking audience nearly ruined it for me. 
not nearly ruined it for me, but man, an audience annoys me if they play up. People were laughing. I think we can spot that pattern through the previous episodes. I say that every time? Not every time. Oh, right. No, because sometimes you don't get it, because sometimes you go to a good cinema, or, you know, not cheap night. Mm-hmm. Man, I can't fathom why you yell out like that and stuff. And people seem to love it. You need tips in there to fucking yell love what? something. Somebody will yell out something, or wolf whistle, and then a hundred people will laugh at it, which encourages it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not in class. Fuck up and watch this film. <laughs> yeah, it drives me batty. And it's teenagers with their groups of friends and shit having a laugh or something. <laughs> Nothing I can do about it though. If I had any balls, I'd just pay another $6 and see it on a Sunday afternoon when it's empty and I wouldn't have to have these complaints. So I don't hate it that much. Do you want to know how much it annoys me? Less than 6 bucks. <laughs> but I do feel the need to go on about it because I'm an old bastard. There was a little baby off to the left. Fuck. A little toddler or something. Yeah, there were kids. I, I thought at a 9.30 screening, it finished at midnight, kids to an M rated, which is like, <laughs> it's 16, you can walk in 16 fine. If you're under 16, you need your parents. This was three years old at midnight on Queen Street. I don't want to be all y'all parent, but <laughs> at least not the ones I'm in. I know I can pay $6. I know. Fuck. <laughs> One more other thing I wanted to say was this might be another one to chuck in those you shouldn't watch trailers things. Having that submarine shot in the trailer ruined like 20 minutes of the story. You didn't care about any of that stuff that went before that because you knew exactly what was going to happen. Oh, I never thought of that film, but you're absolutely right. Because when so he's fucking frustrating, when he's mastering his art, and you're like, "Bro, you master it later." Yeah. And even if it's like, "Will they?" F- oh, fucking hell! Will they find him? Like, yeah, actually, that it's, I did think of it some some point. They're using sonar. Yeah. And I'm like, why doesn't Magneto just pull him out of the water already? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, come on, yeah. we've seen it in the trailer. It's like, try and move that dish. I can't. But we've seen it in the trailer. You lift the submarine. Yeah. Like, but the submarine's hidden. Yeah, but we've seen it in the trailer. You lift the submarine. <laughs> Tell me you weren't thinking, why isn't it pulling the plane down? <laughs> Actually, it never crossed my mind. Oh, really? At one stage, I used to think that's how he flies, because he, like, controls the metal around him and lifts himself up or something. But then I thought... But he, the sub was pulling him through the water, so mm. he didn't have the ability to stop himself. So then I was like, oh, that plane must be strong. Yeah, yeah, true. But uh, maybe it did show Hank wrestling with the controls. He always used to fly in the cartoon, right? Him and Storm. Mm. See, this is why I'm not a big X-Men fan, because, so I can sort of see your point. Storm is a character, and Holly Berry is an actress. Not a fan of either. Rogue is a character, Anna Paquin in that role, not a fan. I felt the X-Men movies were really cartoony. This one wasn't quite as bad. There were still heaps of cartoony moments. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Like, you know when she comes out of the top of the submarine and cuts that ice into the drink or whatever? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but this one I felt there was a lot more... Getting to know them was a lot better. Like, I don't think we've had that in the other ones. It was just a shame that the getting to know them was so rudimentary. So what's your final thoughts on it? No, I thought it was really fun. I'm not quite sure why. There were some cool bits, like teenage cool bits, and there was heaps of teenagely bad parts. But overall, yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. And you obviously had a lot of fun too. Yeah, I would word it thusly. Compare it to the X-Men movies, the mutant part, the fun part, the comic part was as good as the rest of them, better than Wolverine and two maybe is my pet hate, but I can't I haven't seen it in ages. So maybe equal to number one sort of thing. Disregarding the fact that I didn't like the kids in that room. I liked them when they stepped smashed through the window. And I liked them at the training montage. What about even meeting them when Xavier and Eric were walking around, like meeting them, getting them out of prison, getting in the cab meeting them in the cab and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was kinda cool actually. I forgot about that bit. Compare the X-Men part to the rest of the films, the X-Men films, and good if not better than them. Then add in the whole backstory of Magneto and Charles. The Nazi hunting stuff, the hanging out in England stuff, and the the very start of the form in the team. That was all good. And I liked how everybody got a little bit of origin. Here's the ship. 
Here's where we work. This is why we're the X-Men. These are your names. This is my name. Let's wear these suits. He can move metal. All that sort of shit. Why is he getting younger? They exposition this shit out of that film for years to come. Perfectly set up for the sequel it's about to be. I'm going to watch the other two. Yay for me. Yeah, absolutely. I'll watch the next one. Cool. Now, apart from that, we haven't even got a big half-hour fucking what's next to do. There's nothing. The only th- yeah. the only thing that's on now that we're interested in seeing is uh, Super 8. Yeah, man. And you're just as excited for that as you were for this. Yeah. Yeah, so, so not a huge fucking stack of things like I usually drone on and on about. <laughs> it's a hard one to experiment with, going back to the AGM thing. We can't experiment with a new format. We're, there's nothing to cut. <laughs> How many do we see? One. It's uh, on next week. Yeah. One. <laughs> what, did you, what did you see this week? Give us those. Finish on that. No, the only other thing I saw on the big screen, since this is big screen Auckland, was at the Film Society I went and saw um, part two of the Pedro Costa trilogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Massive three-hour bad boy. Yeah, in Vanda's room. You were saying something weird about the actress being a heroin addict or something. I still can't get a lot more out of it. I'll start off by saying I fucking hated it. Oh. It was really dreadful, really, really trying. But it was basically what happened is the director went to these uh, slums of Lisbon for a year by himself, made the film by himself. Like, there's no lighting or anything. Just him and a camera. And he just filmed the actress from part one in her real life, although I don't think she was really that character i think she was playing a fictionalized version of herself yeah but she's a heroin addict living in these slums they're all like abandoned houses that are being demolished around them you film for a year while during the time that that slum was being destroyed it's just random scenes man 40 percent of them are of her the other 60 are just random scenes of was people full? in the slums nah 50 50 percent uh but yeah three hours there was not no 50% narrative full, you'd like 50 percent of the normal people you get yeah oh it's usually pretty chocker it was bloody empty when i saw uh, rational are you a jimbo was it? i think so i don't know it's usually every aisle seat one three and five are taken so you're like you've got to squeeze past them to sit in number seven yeah and every row's got that so you can't find a row where there's no one yeah so even though that's still only 40% full yeah all the good ones are taken or being by yourself you can't do that because everyone at film society wants to be by themselves yeah exactly a bunch of film cool loners cinema yeah so I still don't know what happened in this one we watched her a lot sitting in bed and she had this horrible cough that was obviously real and she'd smoke this shit off this tinfoil and then cough and then cough and then cough so hard that she'd vomit and it was obviously real like she was coughing so hard there couldn't be stuff in her mouth probably marijuana oil off the... At one stage, they said she's a heroin addict. Oh, okay. But I don't know. But she had this weird thing. She was like, she'd flick through a, um, like a Yellow Pages yeah. and be scraping shit off it and wiping that on something. And then I don't know whether that was connected, but then later she'd just have a sheet of tinfoil and be running a lighter under it. But she'd be looking for spots on the tinfoil and then like moving to it and moving the lighter there in her little pipe. Oh, little yeah, tube. No, it sounds like crack or something. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it was bizarre. But yeah, she'd cough and cough and cough and you're like, she's going to cough her lungs out. And next thing she's vomiting white in front of you and you're like, she she actually is. And this is real. Let's not, let's put some shit in her mouth and you spit it up at this time. Yeah, it's pretty rugged. Wow, not yeah, very, wow. lots of injections. You know, they inject themselves in the side of the neck or in the... Vein? Yeah, in, in veins. <laughs> and then would like do shit while the needle's hanging out. Oh. Like, there was that plus just boredom. Like she'd take cabbages out to try and sell them or lettuce or something and you know sit down and we watch her sitting there for seven minutes three hours no narrative zero yeah. story you didn't uh, do some wikipedia and, and have people's reviews are like it's the world's best film if anyone doesn't get us there an idiot or is it i did visit only the wikipedia page and it's tiny 
This was filmed in a year by one guy. These are the actors. Goodbye. Yeah. Rad. Going to the third? May as well you pay for it. Yeah, it's free. So. <laughs> uh, but they're taking a break this week. i got no information about it. It's called Morvan Keller or something. Apparently very good. But yeah, they're taking a break from the trilogy. I'll get back to that the following week. <clears throat> I'm bored. Let's go. Yeah, I think that's done. That's pretty loose format. I think that's going to be edited together to be a tight fucking powerhouse of an episode. All right, let's just wrap it. Yeah.